you know what I see time and time again is I see people out there unaware of their worth in the market. These are creators and entrepreneurs who don't even really know where to start or that they that the work that they put out there in the world or are willing to do for themselves or others is, is actually worth tangible dollars in the marketplace. Now, that's not to say, you know, we're not opening up the should I work for free. Uh, you, you can Google my name and, and that and get a bunch of stuff that I've written and talked about that. And it's, it's, it's I covered a lot of that in Creative Calling, my book, so you can check that out. But what I'm talking about is just boots on the ground. How valuable is the work that I'm doing? And so in service of that, we've got a micro show today. And I want to welcome you to the Chase Jarvis Live show here on Creative Live. You all in this stuff. But it, today's episode is a specific response to a question from a woman named Dominique. Now, like so many creatives, Dominique is a photographer who doesn't know what she should charge, doesn't know what her work is worth. So this is not about photography. I I obviously view her case study through that lens, but this is for any creator or entrepreneur out there. If you're trying to raise money or you're trying to um, negotiate something at work, if you're an FTE somewhere, or if you're a freelancer and you want to get paid what you should be getting paid. Um, now, of course, we also get into how to know your client, which is a Another big gray area, what I like to think of as the a black box in creative services and, and creative work. How do I managing and know and help the client? And, and also, how do I then focus on the core of your business, right? Not everyone do, does these crafts that we do, these skills, whether it's coding or writing or photography or building a business. But a lot of folks are out there trying to make money. And for you, I, I salute you and I want to give you some value in this episode here. So I, I give uh, Dominique some pointers on how to uh, to beat back that fear and ask for the rate that she deserves. And I hope you find a ton of value. So I'm going to get out of the way. And before I do, if you have any questions or topics you want me to cover in a future micro show episode like this one, I'll tell you what, hit me up on Twitter or I'm going to say it. You can text me. That's right. Get ready. Write it down. Put it in your phone. 206-309-5177. Yep. Those are my actual thumbs on the other end of that. So text me a question. I may cover it in a future micro show, but uh, for today's episode, get ready for yours truly talking to Dominique about a really important thing. I'm going to get out of your way. Enjoy the show. Hey, before we get into the show, I got an announcement. My book, Creative Calling, is more than one year old right now, and it is still crushing. Thanks so much to the support from you, this community. And so I got two, two um, asks. One, if you do not have the book, my goodness, I would invite you to pick it up. Again, it's called Creative Calling, available anywhere books are sold. I put my entire life, all my experience around creativity, entrepreneurship, um, about pursuing your dreams, getting unstuck to do the things that we are put on this planet to do. So if you don't have a copy, please pick it up. And part two, if you do have a copy and right now you're going, yeah, yeah, I, I got it when you first wrote it, whatever, one year ago. Well, if you are in that camp, first of all, thank you. Second of all, it would mean a ton as in the world to me, if you left a review at Amazon or wherever you picked up the book. I'm currently sitting at several hundred five-star reviews, which is really helpful for getting the message of the book. In fact, it's the message is my whole life. Creative Live, this podcast, um, the book, it is all sewn together and it would really, really help spread the word, the ideas, the vision that we have for this one precious life and this cool 
uh, position we find ourselves in being able to uh, not just feel like corks in the tide, but to create the life that we want for ourselves. So if that sounds like something you're into, I would love your support. And in the meantime, I'm going to get out of the way so you can get back to the show. But wanted to say thanks so much. So I've um, professionally been a pastry cook for the last 10 years. Um, aspiring photographer, um, it's hardcore travel junkie. But my question is regarding self-worth. Um, self-worth. Got I recently it. wanted to take my love for photography to a more lucrative passion, but I'm yeah. a bit nervous about asking friends and potential clients to pay what I think my work is worth, and yep. especially if I'm passionate about the project, either lowball them or end up doing it pro bono. Okay. So uh, I'm going to ask a follow-up question, and I got, I'm going to take this in a couple directions, as I often like to with these, with these uh, questions. I'm going to take my answers in a couple directions. Um, so you said in there that you're asking your friends what you should charge and I think that I'll just I'll tell you my dad sometimes he watches these and so dad this one's going out to you my dad when I was first getting started he was telling me that I I shouldn't charge money in fact I should pay people to let them and I love my dad to death the guy's awesome but so I don't think that's the best source of advice unless your friends are super kick-ass professional photographers if that's the case then you might be able to get some advice from them um, I do think that you made good use of your time and calling into the show because I think I'm going to give you some very powerful advice. It's very simple, but I think it's going to be helpful. So there's a couple different pieces to the puzzle, as I said a second ago. Um, one of the things that there, there's the piece that you have to get comfortable with how much this is to be clear. This is how much your work is worth in the marketplace. This is not how much Dominique is worth as a human. So you need to separate those two things. It's very important that how much money you're making does not equal your self-worth. That is a spiral that I see creatives get into and it's a good way to feel really shitty about yourself really fast if you want $5,000 and someone's only willing to pay $500. So you need to find a way to ma maintain a master psychology uh, so that you don't get sucked into that thinking that you're not worth something. You are awesome and that's the first thing you need to remember. Now second of all, um, you need to be really comfortable asking for money. And the way you get really comfortable asking for money is you practice. You, app, you have to practice negotiating. Um, and there's all kinds of amazing resources. I, I did a, a Chase Jarvis Live with a friend named Ramit Sethi a while ago. You might know Ramit. He's at Ramit on Twitter. You should watch that episode. There's a lot of really helpful information on negotiating. There are, on Creative Live, there are classes about how to negotiate. Um, so you need to practice and you need to be able to look yourself in the mirror and, and ask for what you think the project is worth. I'm about to get to another piece in just a second here, but I can't stress this enough. You have to be confident. And there's another woman who's also on Creative Live called Vanessa Van Edwards. Uh, I think she's got a class about negotiating. There's little, all kinds of subtle little tips like if you say, if someone says, well, how much, you know, what is your rate for this job? And you say, my rate is $2,000. If you have this like up inflection at the end, that is the like, that, that's, that's a signal of a lack of confidence that you're asking if the person thinks that it's worth $2,000. And the more concrete and, and galvanized you can be, it's like, oh, that's $2,000. Um, I can find a way to make it $4,000 <laughs> if, 
if you want to add A, B, or C. And knowing that you would do it for 500 internally, because right now you're scared shitless and you've got bills to pay. Um, so this is a skill that you practice. You should practice on your friends. You should practice on um, anywhere that you can. And I believe that coaching and taking classes is a very valuable piece of that equation. So um, that's how you negotiate and ask for money. And now I'm going to give you the other half of the, the equation, which I think might even be more valuable. You're asking your friends for, to how much this should cost, and they have no freaking idea. They don't know. They don't know what the marketplace can validate. And I was able to, at some, you know, at some point in my career when my confidence was uh, increased by the quality of my work, was increased on all you need to do is you need to get a couple jobs, and then it's sort of like, um, what is it, a rolling stone? No, that, that's the snowball. I don't want to say gathers no moss. Snowball. You pick up steam and momentum and you gain confidence over time. But what you need to do for your pricing, this is my recommendation, there are all, all sorts of industry standards. Everyone will tell you that, well, a wedding should cost X. I say bullshit to all that. You can charge, I was charging at sometimes the most absurd rates, and all you need is someone to say yes. And once you get someone to say yes at that amount of money, then you might wanna try and swim upstream next time and next time. So ultimately, um, just be aware of benchmarking yourself to the, your peers around you. There is this thing called anchor pricing, which like for, I'll just say for online video rentals, people think that it should be 10 bucks a month. Netflix started that a long time ago, and now you'll notice that that's how much Spotify is, that's how much Apple Music is, that's, there are these benchmarks. I love, you know, you've heard me say, be different, not just better. I've positioned myself very intentionally as a premium product in the marketplace. I don't know, I'm not gonna assume where you are, but I just, I want you to be intentional. Second of all, is what, what problem are you solving for the person who you're sitting in front of? I try and make relatively unique, and this is maybe not true if you're a wedding photographer or senior portraits, but in the commercial world, I like to, um, I like to try and understand the problem that I'm solving for them and then assign a value to that. For example, if I can um, you know, shoot a photograph of these new, you know, the fancy new Panerai watches that are coming out, and I know the watches are $10,000 each and I'm, the, the value of the shoot, you know, the production is $20,000 and if they sell X number of units, they're gonna make millions of dollars, then I, I don't, I don't run after millions of dollars, but I have an understanding in my mind of what they've paid before or the value that I'm contributing. And then I try and base my conversation off of, like you should, I'm asking them like, well, how much is it? What's the biggest problem here? What are you trying to solve for? And they say, oh my gosh, you know, we spend all this money in advertising, but advertising is not very effective. And it's like, if we take some amazing photographs and you could sell 2% more, how much would that be worth to you? And they might say, oh my God, that would be a game changer, be worth millions. Well, then you start to understand the value that you play in that equation. That doesn't mean you're gonna ask for millions of dollars, but it allows you to position yourself relative to the problem that you're solving instead of some bullshit abstract day rate that someone in some trade group told you how much you should charge. Now that is a, an art to be able to do that in real time when you're, and not be all sweaty and panicky and be confident. So if you can't ask for $2,000 right now, 
this is some advanced shit, but the way you get there is by studying myself or Ramit or a lot of these classes I'm talking about on Creative Live. So um, now it's time for me to ask you a question because I realized I just fire hosed at you for like five minutes. But what line of work are you in? And this might be allow me to give you just a little more fine-tuned uh, point of view on your pricing. Uh, what line of work am I in currently? <laughs> yeah, what, what line of work are you in? Like, what are you trying, what are you skeptical about? Are you, is it like senior portraits or commercial? Or I missed that part of what, what genre of creative you are. Right, and um, I, it's, it's kind of understanding and um, kind of, I've been kind of, I know, process of elimination because photography was just something I did for a love, but yeah. it's pretty much, I do food and food and traveling is a big one for me, okay. but um, in a whole, I I wanted to more tell a story through it, and it was more like a wanting to do portraits in there, sure. which sounds kind of all over the place. Sure, but it's kind of trying to marry all those things, something yep. that's like authentic to my identity, and then learning this new skill with portraits in there. So sure. okay, so that let me, is let me, kind of yeah, no, that's helpful. <laughs> Let me give you a little more context. If you, I, I, in a previous episode of Daily Creative, there was some person that said that they wanted to marry two things that they wanted to be a designer and a DJ. And could they put those two things together? I don't know many people that hired designer DJs um, or DJ designers. Uh, so I would try and lean into something that the industry knows and that people write checks for on a regular basis. In this case, it's travel photography. Um, and it's easier to carve your own niche after you have some momentum. So if you, if you uh, the, the analogy I've given in the past is if you have, like, there are some things in the world where you, wanna, you want to fit into budgets and timelines and expectations, and then what you want to do is use that and then run 100 miles beyond it and over deliver and whatnot. But to try and be a travel photographer who tells long form stories and wants to shoot portraits, like I don't know even who your clients would be. And so I think getting really crystal clear on, if I'm a travel photographer, there are companies like Lonely Planet, there are companies like Fordors, there are travel magazines like you know, Traveler and Adventure and Nat Geo, and all those are really obvious connections as to potential outlets for your work. And you can take travel photos, you can take portraits and be a part of the travel photography world. So to me, that just will focus where you can go to get clients, which right now, if you told me I want to do long form storytelling, shoot portraits and, you know, go to cool places, it's harder for me to be prescriptive because I don't know, like, I don't know who's hiring for that particular thing. But it sounds like you're a travel photographer. There are websites, there are, um, I mean, a new website, a friend of mine launched called Rome, which is uh, adventure storytelling online, R-O-A-M. You should check it out. My friend uh, Gerard and a bunch of well-known travel photographers like Jimmy Chin and Chris Burkhardt. Um, but you know, I, I realize we've sort of been all over the place a little bit, but to me that's one of the things that's an also a strong indication of how can you focus? How can you focus on who your clients are and what kind of work you're gonna be world-class at? That's not saying don't do these other things. Like you can take all kinds of pictures, but what do you wanna be known for? What's gonna be your core business? and get really good, get known for that, knock that out of the park, and then start, start to expand a little bit. So, um, how's that? Dominique, are you feeling 25% better than when you called, or are you feeling 25% worse? 
podcast platform. That also helps surface uh, this show, the guests, uh, in in search results on each of the platforms, and it means a lot. So thank you so much. Really, really grateful, and I'll look forward to seeing you in the next episode, hopefully soon, maybe next, maybe right after this, maybe you're going to listen. Anyway, whenever you get around to it, I'm here. Thank you. <laughs>